1: go. Well, thanks for listening to the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, LCR Naylor Taliaferro. And on today's episode, we have a special guest, Dwayne, from Outer S- Outer Spaces. I almost said Outer Scapes. <laughs> Outer Spaces podcast. Dwayne, how are you this morning?
0: I'm doing pretty good, my man, just enjoying let me take this back we're not enjoying this shit it's cold out here was warm <laughs> 70 degrees <laughs> on saturday and then saturday night it dipped down to like 35 and we got freaking snow and wind and now there's snow on the ground uh, so i'm not enjoying the weather <laughs> where, where where are you where are you at chicago man like chicago it like, shouldn't be new like you know what i mean this shouldn't be new right this is normal weather for us. I, I shouldn't even be upset. It's be
1: <laughs> well, you're upset because <laughs> you're upset because you got teased. You know, you got that 70 degree tease and then and then you're like, come on. So back to reality. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And no.
0: I, we knew it was coming. Like we had um, like, you know, in this business, you've got everybody has like the crazy client. And when we saw the heat come in, that one crazy co- client contact us. And we we're like, here come crazy. And we're going <laughs> to tell him, no, we're not showing up. You know what I mean? You're, Why not? Why not? Like, dude it's going to change tomorrow. We're not showing up.
1: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah, I hear you. Um, so, well, I'm in Virginia, so my, my weather's a lot more uh, mild. So, right, you know, it's it was like 80 degrees yesterday. We're like, oh, goodness gracious, here we go. Spring is here, but now it's down into like the 60s, so we're back to normal for this time of year, but it'll, it'll ramp back up again in the 70s and 80s, and it'll be like that forever. And then it'll get into the hundreds, and it gets crazy. So um, it was a cold winter this year, though, but I think that's just because we were used to mild winters, so it was more of a normal winter for us. People were like, you know, 30 degrees? What's going on with this? You know? <laughs> but uh yeah Taylor, but
0: what, what
1: is cold what is cold to you like, <laughs> well wait, wait time out i'm i'm originally from the new york state so i know cold and i know snow i only knew two seasons you know winter and summer hot cold and the trend you get a day transition in between the two and that's it that's why we moved down south a little bit further so we could have more we could have all four seasons you know i wanted to go to like florida my wife's like whoa hold on that's way too far way too hot all the time she like The heat and being outside, but not—that's a little too much. Let's let's meet somewhere in the middle, like the central of the of the country, where we have like more mild climate, all four seasons. You know, we go from one extreme to the other. We go from New York to Florida. I was like, all right, so that's how we ended up kind of in Virginia. So yeah, we're we're enjoying it. We're outdoor people. We love it, which is kind of like the whole point of our industry, our businesses, our podcasts. So um, let's just kind of allude right into that. Why don't you tell our listeners uh, a little bit about yourself, Dwayne?
0: Um, You have to say multi-level, and I'm learning that I'm I'm even having more and more levels. Like, you know how you're always taught to go to school, um, find a career, get a job, and work the rest of your life in that career. Um, I'm learning that, especially now that I I, want to say I had like this awakening like two years ago and three years ago. And now I'm a little bit of everything, like, you know, like um, my full-time gig can you say is um, I'm a owner of a company called VizX Design Studios. We're an outdoor living design firm. So we design projects all over the United States, but we design and manage basically local here in the Chicago market. And we design some really badass um, modern outdoor living spaces. Like our average job is about 150K and above. And we just do some amazing work. Um, then I'm very well known for negative edge swimming pools and things like that. So I designed those negative edge pools and uh, outdoor living spaces around the pools throughout the country, California, Texas, Ohio, Florida. I've been all over the country doing that uh, 2 I'm a pilot. So my hobby is uh, I fly planes, you know, mean? You know, I we're actually, as you were trying to get the podcast together, I was actually looking at, I'm looking at purchasing a plane. So I'm sort of going through what it costs and can I afford it? Which as of right now, right now, as we speak, no, but, in the future. I'm just going to make it happen. Um, three, uh, I DJ, I actually, um, I don't have any gigs yet. I actually retired, um, about eight, nine years ago. And it looks like I'm picking it back up, having a lot of fun. So, and I'm a father, three kids, a husband. So there's just a lot in life than just a job per se. I enjoy living life on a daily basis.
1: Wow. Yeah. That, that is a lot of stuff for sure. What, what, I mean, like, what's your origin story? What got you to that point? Uh, You know, you say you just kind of started figuring things out a couple of years ago. Like what, where, 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 how did you get there? You know, cause we all have origin stories and I I try to share as much of those on my podcast and really get some inspiration for people and from people. And you know, whether you were born into this industry or you came from tough times or all the above, like there's a lot of ideas out there and inspiration and things for other folks that are listening in. So how did you get to that point? couple of years. Let me ago. try to
0: answer I'll try to answer this real fast. I could be long winded. Let me see if I can answer this one really fast. Um, there's this thing called X, Y, and Z. Okay. X is something that happens to you when you're around three to six years old and you realize that something's not right in life. Okay. Y happens to you somewhere around your teens and then you realize sort of you're single out, you're different. And then Z is something that happens to you somewhere close to your early twenties. You realize that you're on your own in life. So what happened is, and I, this is three years ago, I figured this out. Um, uh, X, I was around maybe five or six. My dad was leaving the house and he he told me to shut the door. And I, slammed, I had to take a running start and slam the door because it's an old school house, so the door swells. I had to take a running start and shut the door. Well, he must have been having some type of day or didn't realize that that's what it takes for a little kid. And he came back in and he whooped me, okay? And, and my dad is not like the whooping dad, like My dad is like the coolest MF on this earth. Like if there was more people like him, the cops would have to direct traffic. Seriously. Like he was just that cool. Mm. He didn't even really cuss. And he didn't even really go to church. Like he was just a cool dude. And um, so what happened was, this is, this is, I figured this out three years ago. I spent my life following him and trying to prove to him that I was the nice guy. I wasn't that guy that he thought. Because when he was whooping me, he was telling me, stop being mean, stop being mean. And I'm like trying to prove to him I'm the nice guy. Yeah. Well, he had a job as a superintendent at a college, and he also had like a landscaping thing on the side. So I would always, I was always the kid who went with him day in, day out, day in, day out to work with him. And I didn't realize that at that young age, I was just trying to connect with him to let him know that I was, I was a good, I was the good guy. Right. And so my whole entire life, I ended up getting into this whole landscape industry to still keep showing him that I was this good guy. Gotcha.
1: Ain't that crazy? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it really, it all stems uh, from, from your childhood, right? You know, I mean, or at some point early in your life, it, it's all about our environment, our experiences and that's, you know, or lack thereof. And that's, that's where it directs us through life. And, like to your point, usually at some point when you get to a certain age, you, you kind of start figuring some of this stuff out or someone, you know, helps figure it out or points it out to you. And, and then you kind of, you know, pivot maybe if you need to and, and transition into other things, but that, that got you into, into basically the green industry. Right. So, right. And, and, which, which you still currently are, are into, to an extent, right. In addition to a lot of other things. Um, that's really cool that you're a pilot, by the way. I just really wanted to say that. That's I, I haven't met too many pilots. I, I've met a lot of people that wanna be a pilot and fly things and all that, but uh, own their own helicopters one day and all that kind of stuff. But that's that's pretty cool. So congratulations on that, man. That must be a really cool experience to be flying up there and be in control of all that, right?
0: It's actually both. It's it's scary as hell, and it's joy. It's joy. It's on the same plane. You like you know you can't have two planes in your same brain. Like you can't be happy and sad at exactly the same time. Like one occupies the space, but when you're flying some way, shape or form, the fear is as great as the joy. And it's, they hover right beside each other. It's, it's amazing.
1: <laughs> wow. That's probably why people, a lot of people do that, you know, cause they really want to be right on that threshold right there. Yeah, It's a thrilling yeah. experience. I can imagine. That's, yeah. that's awesome. So, uh, so getting back into landscaping, so you have your own business, um, and what, what made you like want to start your own business? Like you were a part of this industry for a while, you said, right. Basically your whole, up, uh, you know, your whole life. And then you, so you decided to start your own business specifically. What, what was the origin story there?
0: Actually, I've been in uh, as a business owner pretty much all, my entire life. Like mm-hmm. uh, I've only had, I'm 45 right now, actually 46. So I'll be 46 this year. I've only had two jobs my entire life, and they both combined last two years. And so the lawn care, I followed my father. Um, I did go to the Marine Corps when I was 18 and came back. Um, And then when I came back, I got right into um, uh, the grass-cutting business again. So we had this grass-cutting business. We had over 100-and-something clients. Um, And so my job was to grow it. We ended up with apartment complexes. We had some McDonald's contracts. I mean, we had some pretty nice, so we had a college campus. So we had some pretty nice accounts and it was then my brothers, it was a three, my, my brothers, it was three of us, Andrew and Roy. And we all worked together. And then I took off and, and basically handed the lawn care over to them and I moved into laying brick pavers. And so for about 12 years, um, we built a brick paver business and we built a company called a uh, paver design group and a pretty nice firm did. It was a, Actually, this company is starting to beat that one, but um, did over $6 million in that one. And then I sold out about nine years ago and started VizX Design Studios, this one, just so because brick pavers was cool, but we were just laying paver patios and, and there wasn't really anything great to that. And not feel like we were adding any value to homes. My, I did take some architectural engineering courses when I was in high school. So I'm bringing more of the architectural style back to the industry and we feel like we're adding value. So our, our jobs, I mean, they consist of the three zones, kitchen, dining, lounge. Uh, we have architectural connection. and We have seamless transition from the interior to the exterior is what our projects are about.
1: Nice. Well, that, that's, that's awesome, man. I, uh, where, where do you see that bu- business going in the future? Like, what are some of your future plans?
0: It's, right now, it's booming. Um, and I know COVID has a lot to do with it. But I also think that even as COVID dwindles down, this company is now solidified of a company that has value, meaning that clients, when they call us, they know they're not getting just a basic paver patty. So we have a certain niche that it's, like I said, it is uh, we're very modern in our designs. We use several different kinds of materials. So you just don't get one paver and one dry gray look in your backyard. I mean, we use wood staining. I mean, we use composites. We use concrete. We use pavers. We use stone, and so just amazing spaces. And I, I see it exploding. Like I really see us franchising or um, having micro um, offices in different cities across the country. I'm already looking at working, locking in Atlanta, and I'm looking at uh, open up some stuff in um, in Dallas, Texas. So. I got those two on my radar right now.
1: Nice. Wow. That's exciting stuff on the on the horizon. So uh, let's uh, transition or pivot into the podcast. So how did you start getting into the Outer Spaces podcast?
0: Well, Joshua and I, that's part, actually, Joshua was part of the transformation I went to. He went to, it's weird, like not weird, but I guess it's, you know, things that are meant to be. Joshua was going to a Tony Robbins UPW in Chicago um, four years ago. And he, we had only met on social media and he actually met me. I didn't really know who he was. And he contacted me through Facebook messenger and said, Hey, uh, I'm going to be in Chicago. You pick a restaurant. I'm like, all right, cool. So we met and it was, it was almost like a date. It's funny. Like (laughs) we're both, we're both far from being like that. Like, I'm married and I chase women like crazy and he's married and, and he is like, so, but it, it was almost like we were checking each other out. Like, okay, who's this guy? Who's this guy? And we started talking about our goals and our plans and sort of our life future. And it was like, Whoa, you know, we kind of, kind of mesh. And it's pretty dope that he has the same goals and I did. We were like, that's pretty dope. And so um, he went to the UPW and Tony Robbins rocked his life. Like it changed him in all kinds of ways. And while he was there, maybe I was fresh on his mind. As soon as he got out, he bought some tickets for me and we didn't even really know each other. It was his first time meeting and he bought me a ticket to go to this UPW. And so a year later I went to the UPW and it rocked my world. And I'm like, I came out like, Holy shit. Like I want to change the world. I I see life different. You mean, I enjoy work, but I enjoy, I want to enjoy living my life over work. And so that started and Joshua created a company called Yes Express. And it was basically teaching contractors how to sell. And he put me through the class. I was his first student and he started noticing that my company was growing really fast. And then he said, let's add a design element to it. And so I came in to partner with him on the design side and we decided like, Hey, let's promote sort of in a guerrilla style marketing through Facebook, through social media, all kinds of ways. And then he said, let's create a podcast. And this is how we, we I think we're 60 episodes so far and it's uh, doing very well. And that's sort of how it became about.
1: How long ago was that, that you started the, the podcast 60 episodes I, ago?
0: I think we're about to run up on a year.
1: Oh, nice. So how, how many episodes do you put out normally? Like, like, uh, like what's they put the,
0: out one, one a week. Um, sometimes we've had some where he dropped, like two and three like for some special events or something like that but normally once a week it comes out on wednesday mornings um we have about six or seven that's already shot and just waiting you mean in the queue waiting to go out so we'll Mm. shoot one or two uh on every tuesday to get them going
1: and send you and joshua co-host that podcast as much as possible
0: correct This is Jacob Godard with Scooters Lawn
1: Care. And if you're listening to LCR because you care about growing your business, I want to tell you the secret sauce that helped me scale my business past $2.3 million in top line revenue in 2021. We worked with Lightspeed Social Agency to focus on the best possible neighborhoods in our service areas. Working with them is so easy and everything they create is high quality. Their team monitors results and sends regular updates to our dashboard. There's a link in the description of this episode to a case study of what Lightspeed has done for our business and and what what it's the theme what does it focus on that podcast
0: you know we're based it's it it started off as let's show contractors how to design and sell but how many episodes can you do of showing people how to design and sell and not giving away the entire business that we have because we want contractors to come come to our business so because joshua and i met on a mindset basis and our mindset changed our focus has really been mindset. Like we're talking, but we're also speaking of what are you thinking about? How are you thinking? I mean, are you making an impact in this world? What type of changes are you making? And so we put a lot of emphasis and effort on that. Even our guests will sort of steer them into a mindset um, me moment. We have a lot of aha moments. It's almost like watching the, oprah
1: super soul sunday i mean when you listen to it sometimes nice well with that um on that same grain where what's what's one that stands out you know what's one aha moment that stands out to you
0: um an aha moment from the show from the
1: show yes man
0: there's, there's, there's probably just not one it's almost <laughs> well like, no i
1: know a, uh, you can name a bunch if you want <laughs> i didn't want to yeah, put you on the yeah. hook too far <laughs>
0: You know, there's, the. I tell you what, the one of the most powerful ones that is actually traveling is we're, Joshua, and we had an event one time, we were talking about proximity is power, like who you are is who you become. And not uh, who the people that you're around. Okay, like, so who you're around every day, who you associate with is who you become. So proximity is power that statement has hit so, so strong. I've actually seen people at events come to us and, and I, one guy actually had a t-shirt on it and, and he had it made to proximity's power. And he was waiting to see me with this shirt on. Like he, he had this shirt made at this event and he made it to, to take a picture beside me with this shirt. So that was a very powerful statement Wow!
1: that
0: uh, I think, yeah, that was strong and ran with it.
1: And what, what does that mean? Proximity is power. Like, can you, can you dig into that a little bit? Like what, what, what do you, you know, what's your mindset with that?
0: Okay. I'm about to nerd you out real fast.
1: (laughs) That's Um, all good. That's what we're all about here on LCR media podcast, higher learning.
0: Yeah. There's a thing called um, harmonious connection. Okay. And what that is just a law of the universe and there's no way around it. It is what it is. It's always there. And and the best way to explain it, especially for landscapers, they can understand it better. That like plants grow according to their environment. It doesn't matter what you do to the plant. Like it might not die. Like if you take a plant from Florida and take it to to Chicago, it might not necessarily die, but it's going to grow according to the characteristics of the way it's going to grow in that climate. And and that's what some plants do. Like they just don't give you everything. And let's say a Florida plant in a Chicago market, it might live, but it's just not going to give you everything that it normally will give you. And so what happens is it takes on its environment and the same way with human beings and people, it doesn't matter how smart you are. Matter of fact, that's even worse. Even if you're an intelligent person in a bad environment, you're actually going to take on that bad environment. You can't be, smart, smarter than the environment. And so what happens is the environment that you're in is who you become. It's, it's, it's a reason why, like, say, if you take some bad neighborhood, some kids in a bad neighborhood, those same kids, if they were raised in another neighborhood, they would actually be really good kids because that's why the really good kids are in the good areas. And the really bad kids are in the bad areas. So like, you I mean I don't want to get political here, but when they're pointing fingers of the brothers in the hood and saying this, saying or that, they're just in bad areas. You know what I mean? And, right. and sometimes we need to stop pointing fingers at these brothers in the hood and call them thugs and gangsters and whatever. They're just in a bad neighborhood. They gotta fight to survive. If you put those same kids in the verbs, I mean, they're gonna be good kids. And that's that's sort of proximity's power. Who you're around is who you become. And like you, you gotta take a look at your top five friends. And I'm being really, this is for your listeners. Mm -hmm. If you got some friends in your top five and they're full of shit, cut them. Okay? Holding them as your friends does not make your life better. It doesn't matter what they did for you. It doesn't matter what. They don't make your life better. Now, if they took a bullet for you, you can still be cool with them, but you don't hang around them because you will become them. You got to look at your top five. If you want to be successful in life and you want to make it, your top five got to be striving for that success too. They got to be successful because you are who you am. You show me your five friends and I'll tell you what your life is like.
1: Yeah. I've heard that before for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good, man. You're, you're, you're speaking my language. Uh, You know, not, not, not very many guests on the show are are at that level uh, of thinking, but you know, Keith Kalfas is, is, is one of them. Um, And it's all about the vibration, the frequency, the energy, all of that, and get, getting around the good energy and the positivity. Uh, I mean, there's so many people also out out there in the world that say that. So, I totally get that. Um, and, and I like the way that 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 you say that proximity is power. So I, I like that. That's why I wanted to dig into that. So thank you for that. Uh, the other question I wanted to ask is what what's what's one episode or a couple of your top episodes uh, on your podcast that you would direct people to like. You know, first time like hearing about your podcast, like, man, you gotta to listen to this this episode or this specific because of this specific guest or whatever. You know, you don't doesn't necessarily have to know the episode title or number specifically, but maybe just what it's about to kind of get people to go to that episode and why, like something you're really proud of or think it's impactful.
0: You know so funny, I'm really bad at that. Like <laughs> once those episodes drop, they're dropped.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't know the names of them.
1: But um, what about the guests? Like I know you mentioned about some 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 of the guests. or You didn't mention the names. What you said? Some guests, you know, will, that you have on and, and and different um you know aha moments. You're saying so we went into aha moments. What about guests? What about some aha I'm actually, guests?
0: <laughs> I'm actually trying to pull one. Actually, one of the aha guests we had. Um, he he was on the Yard Crash TV show Ahmed Hassan. Um, He dropped one and it's smashing through the walls with um, HGTV host Ahmed Hassan. Mm -hmm. He dropped, man, he dropped some jewels. Like, dude, it was like sort of earth shattering. Um, And then the other one that I think was really powerful is um, Ready, Fire, Aim is the key to growth. Okay. Um, That one, I got a matter of fact, I got a lot of messages just private messages after that one, that was earth shattering, I think. And it was really, what it was about is the things that you want in life, you just have to go get them. You cannot sit around, you can't talk about them. You can't hope that osmosis or dreaming about it is gonna bring it to you. You gotta get off your ASS and you gotta go grab it. You gotta go get it. And you you gotta go push through regardless if you have it or not. Like I'm learning that, And just uh, even working with Ahmed, we did a project in Florida, um, close to $300,000 job for a little girl with cancer. None of us had any money. He didn't have any money to do it. I didn't have any money to do it. We had 200 volunteers and raised the money within a month and a half. And we flew down to Florida. Even Southwest Airlines paid for our flights. I mean, it was crazy that a big brand name like that would just pay for two brothers to fly out to Miami and, and do an amazing job like that. But we didn't have the money, but we put forth the effort and energy as if nothing was in our way. And that right there was one of the proof. It, it proved to me that it happened, but it even took me five more years after that to understand how powerful that mindset is.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that that is powerful for sure. Um, and I, I've also witnessed things like that, too, with different guests and awesome and, uh, experiences that's you just you just have to you have to just take action. You know, you just have to just go get it. I don't know if you're a fan of Will Smith and some of his quotes over the years, but he, he, he's been known for having a lot of great quotes and his, his book just came out not too long ago. And I, I listened to that book and that's like, talk about his quotes. That's, that's like the Epic, you know, it, it's, it's all everything about him. So that I recommend that on, on a side note too, but he's got, a, he's very insightful. He's got a lot of good things to say and, and he, he's been known for me anyway. I've, I've wanted some, one of his many quotes to say things like that too, like like, just, just just, decide what you what you want to do and do it. And then kind of like everything just moves out of your way, like to, to make it all happen for you. Once you decide, it's like you put this action into the universe and you just start doing things towards that goal and things just start working out. I mean, it doesn't mean everything's going to be perfect, obviously. There's going to be other things that are going to try and get in the way and de- derail you here and there. But overall, when you're focused and you just take action, you just start doing something, especially when it's aligned with what you are supposed to be doing what, what you want to be doing, what the energy around you is saying to do. It's like, boom, it's like, that's what you were meant to do. And now everything is just conspiring for you instead of against you, uh, to do it. So that right. What you just said was a perfect example of that. So I I totally subscribe to a hundred percent. Um, so what, what are some of the things, what are some, I guess some goals or or the future of the podcast. Do you, do you see anything in in the near future? You're going to keep going with it.
0: Well, podcast, we're killing it. I think we're just getting started. Um, our ultimate goal is not the podcast per se. Our ultimate goal is touching the contractors and getting to them to understand um, exactly what you're talking about. Um, one of the things about awakening and having that awakening is the hard part to, to help other people awaken. One, they have to want to awaken. And then the problem is a person who wants to awake, cannot just say, I want to awaken because they don't even understand what awakening is. That's the other part. Then it's almost sort of like riding a bicycle analogy. Like everybody thought the first time they learned how to ride a bike, they learned how to ride a bike. And what they really learned how to do is they learn how to balance. They figured out balance. And so you don't even know what balance is until you actually figure out, you actually have an aha moment and you're like, holy shit, I'm riding and you don't realize that it's balance that you figured out. And that's all you needed to figure out in the beginning, like pedaling and steering. You, you know, you know, if you pedal this way, it's going to go. If you know, if you hold it like that, it's going to go like, you know I mean, falling over is one thing, but getting that bike up on the balance, that was the hardest part. And it's the same thing with, you know I mean, opening up your minds and your mentals and things like that. Like Will Smith, you and I probably all heard it for, I heard him for years I was like, that was dope. That was dope. But I didn't even really understand what Will Smith said up until three years ago. Keith Calfus, I used to listen to him all the time. And I remember one episode he was saying about how broke he was and something changed. And I'm like, damn, Keith, I'm thinking to myself like, damn, what is he saying? Like I couldn't, and I would listen to it, listen to it. Like, what is he saying? I didn't get it. I didn't get it. Cause I was broke too. I was struggling. I was trying to figure out what he got that I couldn't figure out. And even like a year later, I was still broke. I'm like, damn, what is, what did Keith do? that I didn't, that I didn't get. And so it was like three years ago, I had this awakening. It was like in a distinct moment that hit me like, boom, you mean? And I realized that the present moment was all we got. This is it. This is it right now. Boom. Just right now. This is just right now. This moment is our most important moment in life. Like you and I lived our entire lives just for this moment right here, because yesterday's gone. Tomorrow's not here yet. And so everything is lived right now. And then everything that you think right now creates the future. So if you're thinking some bullshit or you're thinking you're in trouble or you're thinking you're broke or you're sad, you're just creating another ripple effect for some more sadness. So you got to protect your mindset right now and always think positive and always think great. And And it's not just thinking positive. It's knowing, knowing that nothing is wrong, knowing that you're going to be able to do what you need to do. If you know now and use this second now, you create that ripple for the next second. So that's what we're really portraying in our podcast. It's not the podcast per se. We're not really podcasters. Josh and I just do it, and we happen to have people to help us do it. I mean, we probably suck at it. We're getting better at it, but it's really getting people to understand, can we wake it up? There's only 2% of the people in the world who actually live their true, authentic life. That's it. 98% of the world live in fear. And they do shit because they think they have to, and they don't do shit because they want to. Well only two percent do. I feel like we're a part of that two percenter. And at least if we can get a three percent awaken or we can get up to four percent, which is billions of people, can we do that? Um, but our goal is to reach five million contractors in the next
1: two years. Nice. So was Tony Robbins the the the, the um, seminar that you went to, was that when you when you had your aha moment? Right? Was that when you were like, holy cow and you came back and you came out of that and then you've been feeling this way and had this mindset?
0: It was uh two events and it was it's actually uh, I am sorry, it's two million contractors in five years. I, I said that backwards. But um what happened was the Tony Robbins, um I, I was in a spiral, man. Like I was I was really bad. Like I've always been business successful, you I mean for a very long time. Like, I mean if I compare myself to my my peers and my family, I always in business successful, but I always struggled at that. Like I, I could never really keep the money. I could make money or have spans or I make money, lost money. And and then I would be high and be low, be up and be down. And I, it was just I was in a bad space, like mentally. And the Tony Robbins, there was two events that did it. The Tony Robbins taught me how to love myself and believe in myself. And so, look in the mirror and enjoy who I was looking at. You know, what I mean, this amazing guy. Instead of beating myself up, like, like it's kind of weird, you know. People like get high and stuff like that. <laughs> I could never really get high yeah. because the moment I get high, I'll start dogging myself. Like, you know, you're not trash. Right. You, know, you owe this person money. Blah 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 blah. And so that did that. And and then Tony Robbins taught us uh, taught me massive action. You know I mean love yourself, enjoy yourself, fall in love with your heart, thank your heart. Give gratitude for what you have, but get your ASS out there and go give it all you got even more and get it massive action because you're probably not doing enough if you're not somewhere where you need to be. And that hit. Then I went to like a landmark form, which was totally on an accident from some girl I met at a bar and um, she paid for me and signed me up to this event, really didn't know her. and It was like 45 days later and the landmark form hit me to present. I remember the the second till this day of being in the present moment and what it felt like and what it looked like. And then having that understanding that this moment right now is the most important moment in life. I remember that very second when it happened and there's no turning back from there.
1: And what what was it about that that made that happen? Just just a, a feeling, energy, conversations, talk? Like, you know, a lot of people are familiar with Tony Robbins and a lot of things that he does and the way he talks. And you can kind of envision, like, what, what his seminar looks like. Uh, obviously, not being there, you don't really know. But what, 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 what happened with, with this other event that you were at? Toro's new Revolution Series lineup provides you with a smarter, more connected fleet that makes your operation more efficient than ever before. It's the products you already know and love, just supercharged with Toro's Hypercell battery system. Learn all about Toro's new Revolution Series line at revolution.toro.com or click the link tree in the episode description to get you there fast.
0: The other event was... um it was, it's called the landmark forum and there's like 160 something random people that was there and they start, well, obviously there's a, there's a forum leader, but she starts off by having people tell their stories and opening them up with their lives. And what we saw is out of 160 random people that you are people have gone through some effed up stuff in their lives that completely controls their life. Like You and I can go to a random grocery store and line up 75 people and hear their stories. And you would probably be in tears within five hearing these people's stories like the molestation. uh, One girl lost her brother. One girl was watching her brother and her dad said to her that, you know, you have to keep an eye out on your brother and that's your job. And so they were going outside. And as they were going outside, her dad stopped her again and said, hey, I want you know you got to keep your eye on your brother. And her brother took off running outside and got hit by a car and died. And her dad blamed her for that. And he was the one who even stopped her. And she was like six or seven at the time it happened. And at the forum, she's 30 years old. And her entire life was controlled by that. You I mean, that's where I find out where why I follow my dad, because after my father died, I went flat broke. Like I went broke for five years, could not get it right, couldn't figure out what was going on. And what the reason was, is I had always followed him. And so when he died, I had nobody to show success to. And so I couldn't figure out how, what was going on. And there's just so many different stories that you heard. And what they were saying is, they were explaining that, yes, these things happen, but they happen at the time that they happen. And if you don't get out of the story and you don't stay, if you don't get out of the loop, it's creating your future, too. And then there was a moment where, I mean, people, there's people even walked out. But there was a moment where they were like, life, the lady basically said, life is empty and meaningless. And we were like, people are like, holy shit, what does that mean? There's more to life than that. (laughs) And when she said that, I got what she said. I got it because life is only this second. That's, that's all life is. It's this very second right here. And I remember when I got it, I looked over and Brandy was a girl in the class and I was, I looked at Brandy eye to eye and it's like that moment, the lights in the room changed. I heard the air conditioning system. I heard the train passing by. I heard the car horns honking because we were downtown Chicago I heard just I heard movement in the air. Up until that, I never paid attention to any of it. And I heard it all for that very second. And it was like the moment I realized what I was doing, it stopped. And that's sort of how the present moment works is it's so powerful that if you're in it and you realize that you're in it, it stops because hmm. you realize that you're in it. Your brain wants to take over. But it was like from that moment, I realized that nothing is greater than the very moment of right now. Like this is, this is where life is. If you're not happy now, if you're not living it now, if you're not going after it right now, you're not doing anything. Everything is, you're wasting time. And we only have limited time. This time is finite on this earth. And like there's going to come to a time where where we can't see, we can't walk, we're, we're dead. You know what I mean? So we can't use anything. So right as you have it right now, You have to use it. This is our life experience right now. And so if we're not living it, like that's hint, the DJing, the flying, you mean the hiking, uh, the podcast, hanging out with Joshua, you mean these things are me living and I'm living it as much as I possibly can. Like I even fly commercially just as much as I fly the plane. And I have um, um, an Instagram uh, page. It's called flight level 350. So FL350 window seat. But I take photos out of the window seat and just post them on Instagram.
1: <laughs> nice, man. Well, thank you for sharing all that. One final thing of this whole topic that is uh, I'm, this is, was great stuff. Uh, it was uh, some eye opening for me too. And also kind of re, um, you know, reiterating a lot of things that I've heard over the years and think about and subscribe to. So hopefully the listeners will have gotten some more, or maybe something, you know, they have their aha moment, something clicks there too. But I did want to ask while you were talking about all this, I was thinking to myself, did you, were you married at that point or was it after this aha moment, all that, that you met your wife? Um, And got and got married.
0: so we're about to hit twenty years. Really,
1: congratulations! Yeah. Yeah. So that so that makes me ask: What happened with that transition? Because clearly, she would have been noticed something too, right? So, if you're willing to share, like what what kind of transition was that? Because that that's a big deal for a lot of people. That that can change relationships, whether it be friendships, Um, marriages, and so on. You know, huge
0: huge shift. Isabel, my wife, has always been seeking. She's been sort of a seeker for longer than me. And after I got back from the UPW, my mind shift had switched to I was out of fight or flight and I was like I had no fears, Fears, Like um, I'll put it out there. I was actually getting evicted from my uh, um, apartment, uh, actually condo at the time on the exact same day that the Tony Robbins UPW event was starting. That was the court date. Um, it was, it wasn't even my first eviction. It was several, like I was in that much of a struggle. Um, I had basically said, I've been to the other eviction hearings and I know what it's like. I'm going to go to this UPW and hopefully I get something from it. I didn't even know where I was going to get at the UPW. So when I got back, I mean, I had a whole different attitude. The court, I got back on Monday. My court hearing was on Tuesday. I went there and said, listen here, I'm sick of you. I'm sick of this. I, I sort of just stood strong in that. And I'm, I'm coming to a story. I stood strong in the court. I basically told the landlord, you're a piece of SHIT. We'll be audited in three weeks. My wife is tugging on me like, hey, calm down, chill out, chill out. We got more time. And I'm tugging her back like, calm the F down. I got this, you know what I mean? And what she said was, she said, that guy that I saw in that courtroom was – somebody that I wanted to be. And it was amazing. And so whatever had happened, I had changed to believing in myself and believing that anything could happen in life and nothing was going to hold me down. I end up, you I mean, I was flat broke, but I ended up coming up with $8,000 in the three weeks. I even moved out to a better place. And I even, uh, by the time we moved, I had movers moving us. You mean? So that's how much money I would made in that quick amount of time, because it's just something snapped. The relationship Even though she was a seeker, we started to struggle really bad in a relationship because she was still and and it was okay. She was still in the fight or flight mentality because we had been in fight or flight for so many years. Like we've had car repos. We had eviction hearings. We had credit card loss. We lost bank accounts. Our credit scores were down into the dumps. I mean, we were barely paying bills. There was times when we starved. So she was still in fight or flight. And just because I got out of it, she wasn't out of it. And then I had a moment where she didn't have. And so we had a struggle. I mean, we had a really bad relationship struggle where we almost lost the relationship. You mean, and it luckily, when I went to the Landmark Forum, she saw a whole other form of confidence and peace that I got out of the Landmark. She was like, let me go to the Landmark. So I was able to get her to go to a Landmark before she went to a upw so i got her into the landmark she went there she came back and she calmed down she saw the president she didn't get the same she didn't get the same power that i got from the landmark and then luckily we got her i went to the upw in july we got her to the upw in november and when she came back to the upw it was on like it like the whole relationship changed like i'll throw it out there we still to this we still now have sex at least Five five times a week. I mean, we've been there nice. twenty years.
1: And Good we're probably job. Five to
0: five to seven times a week. <laughs> nice. It's crazy. It's wow, crazy. it's like sparked. We whole,
1: yeah, re sparked your marriage there.
0: It's insane, bro. Like we have a whole nother level of relationship now. And now she's a she's a woman's coach. She has a um, uh, loud whisper is the name of her organization. Reignite your voice. And she takes women and puts them through programs and and help them awaken. And she's I mean, she's just doing amazing things right now that we were able to both have these moments. And it was just it's just a beautiful moment.
1: Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you for sharing. That is super powerful on so many levels. And there's a lot of I know there's a lot of ways that people will connect with that um, just because of. The nature of our industry and and entrepreneurism in, in general is, you know, it can be a lonely place to get be tough to be married to someone that's an entrepreneur and all that. So there's so many dynamics just with that alone. So this definitely overlaps and, and pairs well with that. So. Thank you again for sharing all of that information. I think we really dug into some good things um, on this episode before we wrap up. uh, I know we're getting short on time, but I forgot to prepare you (laughs) before we got on the, uh, before I hit record, I have this thing called pod decks. So my audience would be upset if I didn't um, bust this out, especially after such a good episode that we had and and so much insight that you dropped. But basically what this is, is it's an interview deck. It's just, I didn't create this. It's out there for anyone to, to use. Um, I can give you the info, poddex.com, but there's a lot of great resources there for podcasters just to make it fun and different and exciting. So there's just a whole bunch of random questions on these cards. and so you just pull them at random and like once will say, what would be your best day ever? You know, and then there's like other ones that are a little more insightful, like, you know, or whatever, like what's left on your bucket list, things like that. So it's just off totally off-topic questions. It has nothing to do with what we're talking about. It could, potentially, but so they're just random questions. So I usually let, when when we're live, I let the guests pick a couple random cards and then when we're remote or virtual, I randomly pick them um, and you can watch me randomly pick them. So, and then you just, you just, I'll read them and you and you answer the question if you feel comfortable. Again, there's nothing, I took out some ones that were a little more controversial just to keep it as lighthearted as possible, but it it gets to a different side of, of the guests. You know, people really, enjoy that part at the end of the show so are you are you down
0: okay let's do it
1: (laughs) all right all right right. that's good so so you see here's the cards here i'm not going to look i'm just going to pull one here what's this all right so this one says you have 100k you have to donate or create a charity what do you do
0: 100k to donate or create a charity um that's actually easy. I actually done that before, not with my 100K, but somebody <laughs> else's. But nice. uh, I met Hassan and I, the guy from Yard Crashers, HG TV show. We put together this uh, group called Sustainable Heroes. And we did three projects throughout the United States. We did the little girl with the little three year old girl who had neuroblastoma cancer and she couldn't go play at the playground. So we dropped a $300,000 um, playground in her backyard. We did a, a school garden for uh, Bullock Elementary out in New Jersey. Then we did a homeless, battered homeless uh, military and women's shelter um, out in uh, San Diego, Escondido. Um, it was a $400,000 project. We did it in four days. So hundred k, and I had that. I would actually start um, Sustainable Heroes back up, and I would bring back in the team and do that. And I'm actually – that's something that's really – Uh, holding heavy on my heart. And I, I probably, let me take that. I I do 50, 50, I do 50 sustainable heroes. And I think I'll go into the, the, the hood in the bad neighborhoods and teach some of these young bros um, that they can live a better life than, than walking around with choppers and shooting each other and and smoking and getting high all day. Like, like that one really weighs on my heart. One of the most, I, I can't stand seeing it. I hate seeing those guys get shot. I hate seeing them being targeted And I I know they're being targeted because they're in the bad areas, but they're in a bad areas because they're in bad areas, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. All right. Let me pull another one here. Let's see. If you could ask one person, one question, and they had to answer truthfully, who and what would you ask?
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is going to get you in trouble.
1: Gonna get me uh, in trouble. This is gonna get me in trouble. Too. Oh no! I would like to
0: ask Martin Luther King how many shakes did he have on the side. Oh, uh, because <laughs> I know he did. Yeah, of I course. Did. Don't try to play it off. Oh. I know he did. Like,
1: I mean, did. when 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 you're that <laughs> slick, I mean, when you're that cool, man, there's no way, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, and he got away with it. Too. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, but that's that's a fair question for a lot of historical people, to be honest. You know, as more truth comes out, you like, huh. But you know what that does for me? It makes it, it, it you, a lot of times we look at folks like that and we look at them on this pedestal of like, they're untouchable. And, and, you know, we, we, we can't even, you know, do anything like that or whatever, you know, like there's a huge separation, it seems like, but when you start to learn things like that, it makes you realize that they're human, just like us. And yes, they did remarkable things and they were remarkable people, but they're still human. They had flaws. They did, they made mistakes. They learned, they grew they're human beings just like us and and hopefully that that shortens that gap a little bit for those of us that really do want to aspire to be at that level and and maybe that was the spark you know like oh wow you know okay that you know i'm not I'm it's not some unattainable thing like you know they're human just like me maybe i can keep you know getting after it and what and and things like that so I think that's a funny and and valid uh, question for sure. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> all right. Let's let's pick one more. One one more before before we go. <laughs> all right. Let's see. Hopefully this is a good one. All right. Um, well, here here's one little. This could be a little deeper. What is your greatest regret?
0: Hmm. 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 You know, I, I, I'm sort of like a Jay-Z. I live a life without regret. Hmm. Okay. Um, um, if I had to regret anything, it is things that hurt others, you know, because I really live a life. Like the decisions that I made, I those, that was the mindset that I was in at the time. They might've been good. If I knew better, I would have done better. But one of the greatest regrets is, is if I hurt anybody in the path, I wish that I did not hurt them. And I hope that just the life that I live now, the energy that I can give, can give apologies and sorries and let them know that I wasn't, you mean, it, there, there wasn't, you mean, it wasn't my plan. I was actually watching something that 50 Cent says that everybody hurts somebody. And he said, like, say like a district attorney, they may slam you for a hundred years for a small, you mean offense, but you got to understand they're trying to get a better job in the in the office. So they're looking at you like, well, you mean it's too much? You did the crime because they're trying to look for their advancement. It's the same thing with a business owner. Like they may make a move that shut down one division because it's losing money to make some more money somewhere. And they just hurt over 100 and some people, but they're looking at the business. So everybody's sort of hurting each other. And so that's sort of the, one of the regrets that I have. If I hurt somebody um, I wish one, I hope they would let it go. I hope they would reach out and say, hey, when you hurt me, let's talk about it. And I would apologize or talk to them. That's about the one of the biggest regrets that I say I would have. I never really even even said that to anybody live. Thanks for asking hmm. that question.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, no worries, man. I, I, I agree too with the n- no regrets. Like, cause for one thing, everything that happened got you to today, right? Everything in the mm-hmm. past gets you to the present. So if you would go and go back, you know, another way to ask is if you can go back in time, what would you change? Or what would you tell yourself? Like, you know, that's just going to change where you are today. And, and those are all the movies are based on that. You go back in time, you're going to mess everything up. You know, who knows if that, if that would really be true. But the the point is the experiences of the past bring you to today. So if you, if you regret that kind of stuff, or you want to change that stuff, then you're going to change where you are today. So, but yeah. but, but totally, like I, I I agree, it it does it is some of the things in the past are, are sad and painful, and you wish that you know maybe that that you could have avoided some of that pain and the the collateral damage that that caused. Um, But at the end of the day, the past created your present. And, you know, we've talked in in detail about how important that is to live in the present and not focus on the past. So thank you for sharing all that and really diving into that. And I think we'll end on that note. Um, So Outer Spaces, that's the podcast where everyone can find you guys. Um, And anything else you want to shout out that that Um, you can help contractors? I'm I'm,
0: I'm promoting my page, Outer Spaces (laughs) podcast. Make sure you get that. Yes Express is the business that Joshua and I. Uh, we run together, we're design sales coaches. So Joshua teaches the sales side, I teach the design side, and it's a really amazing program to get these hardscape contractors, I mean, up to making more money. Like our students, when they come out, they'll be selling an average job of 8,000, they'll come out to 50, 60, and 100K when they're out. Uh, personal, my business is VizX Design Studios, outdoor living design firm based out of Chicago. And I also, um, flight level FL350, window seat on Instagram, check that out. Um, pretty neat videos of just sitting in the window seat uh, of the airplane. You get to see landing takeoffs, clouds, all kind of other stuff, if that excites you.
1: Nice. Well, thank you, Duane, for being on the LCR Media Podcast and sharing all the insights and experiences and being candid with, with a lot of those things, personal things. I really appreciate it. I know a lot of listeners uh, will get some benefit out of that. I got benefit for sure. So um, I will uh, continue to listen to the outer spaces and hopefully we can keep connecting uh, throughout the you know the, the future and, and lots of great things will come, I'm sure of it. So thanks again for your time
0: All right, Nellar, thanks for having
1: me on. Yeah, no problem. And thanks to the Toro Company for sponsoring the LCR Media Podcast. Until the next time, this is the Lawn Care Rookie signing off.
0: This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production.